Good afternoon, everybody. This is Lucifer. And I just wanted to stop in and give you guys a trigger warning for this episode. Please, if you know anyone who is in a situation for domestic violence, have them go online to the hotline.org for the National Domestic Violence Hotline. These are real people. These are real conversations and these are real situations. Please remember that. Keep that in mind when you listen to my podcast. Give them this phone number if they need it. 1-800-779-SAFE. That's 1-800-779-7233. And when you go on the hotline.org, it also gives you the option to chat live now. Make sure they're on a private browser or a secure VPN and that they're away from their abuser. Thank you guys so much for all of your support. What's up, everybody? This is Lucy Far, and you are back here with Late Nights with Lucy, and this is my girl, Coco. And this is who I will be interviewing for the night. <laughs> What's up, Coco? Shit, about to smoke this blunt, you know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So let's start off. Hold on. I saw it a little far away. Get a little closer. So, Coco, age, location, where are you from, and how old are you? Oh, um, well, I'm 25. Be 26 in a few months. Uh, I'm from Madison, Wisconsin, but I live right here in Loves Park, Illinois. At least you don't sound like you're from Wisconsin. Because how do they say it? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. <laughs> you so, know, it's funny. So. It's it's funny. Uh, I actually have a story about that. I uh, first time meeting somebody asked me where I was from, um, and in my head I'm singing that T Pain song, right? <laughs> Where I'm from, I said exactly like that, Wisconsin. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So I was recently with Coco tonight. And I, you know, not even gonna lie, I completely forgot that we were supposed to do an episode together. (laughs) And uh, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Tell her ass to fucking get that. Get up on here and let's do this shit now. Because. I got a great connection on here. Obviously, you got a great connection because I can hear you perfectly fine. <laughs> um, so the way that we met was actually through my boyfriend, my current boyfriend. We're just going to call him Savage. <laughs> ABK Savage for those uh, PlayStation players out there. And uh, you're actually probably going to hear them right now because I'm going to go turn the heat down. It's hot. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know, so he's, he's a little dope boy out here. See me out here being loud, and uh, <laughs> let me get in before y'all hear some business. Y'all not supposed to hear. So, um, you know, we met through my boyfriend. I ended up getting her up. I mean, at first, you know, it was the whole thing of why is my boyfriend talking to this bitch? Because yeah. <laughs> you know, he's one of them dudes that get excited by every little thing. You know what I mean? Especially when like somebody posts, "Oh, she out there drinking and what?" Well, but you know what? <laughs> It ended up being, look, I want to kick it with her. I need to make some new friends. She's cool with my man. I'm going to be cool with her. 
and look at where we are now. Oh yeah. She, she, oh, she damn near my best friend now. You type shit. <laughs> Probably one of the only females I kick it with. Where the guy like that? You know, other than the females that I don't met at work, you're pretty much the only one I see that's outside of my job. So <laughs> that's that's saying a lot. Cause I don't uh-huh. really fuck with nobody anymore. Shit, I'll oh, take it. <laughs> For real, I swear. Like, like you know, I I just recently tonight I posted um on Twitter. I was like, some bonds are just natural. You know, they come naturally, and this one definitely came natural. Really. <laughs> Cause like shit, in certain aspects we're we're a lot alike, especially the way we you know we just vibe like we cool as fuck, and you ain't really gotta worry about shit when you're around us. You know what I'm saying? But let's get to the real shit, Coco. Let's start from the beginning. The beginning. Oh beginning, shit. The beginning of fucking Coco. <laughs> <laughs> so we talking about like. Like birth, or where life started traumatizing me. Because <laughs> there's a, you know, that's two different cocos we're talking about hey, now. Hey. Real shit comes from the most dramatic events. And I know that firsthand, let me tell you. So that's, you know, that's, you ain't got, you gotta, you can start from birth, you can start from fucking traumatization. What does Rodway say? What does he say? Broken, traumatized. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's me. Broken, traumatized. Yeah, this is about Not you. This is all about you today. So you can start wherever you're comfortable. I don't push stuff. Oh man. Well, shit. I guess a little background info. You know, like I said, I'm 25. I got a four-year-old son. Um, so cute. Bad as hell, <laughs> bad as hell. Let me tell you, no, but he he's a good kid though. He he's a very sweet boy, very empathetic, um, personality out of this fucking world. So I wouldn't change it for the world. I'll take his little badass. He's a real any day. Let me tell you, yes, that boy, girl. And he eyes. Let me tell you, when he gets uh, older, he's gonna get all the ladies. He's gonna be real sweet. I'll be one of them. Uh, <laughs> Little light skinned kids running around breaking like, hearts, you know what I mean? <laughs> the light skinned kid with the good hair and the pretty eyes. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, yeah, but uh, I, I was born in Illinois, Barrington, Illinois. Um, moved around a lot. I've lived all over the country, really, mostly in the Midwest, but I've lived out in, you know, California before. Miss it so much. Oh, my neck of the woods. Yes, I loved it out there. Um, didn't appreciate it though, cause you know I was a kid, so yeah. I didn't really realize I mean, you know, how that's, great that's really how place it is. Though was. when you're a kid, you don't really understand the things that are around you, but as you get older, you start appreciating the things that you had as a kid. Cause damn, I miss them days. Let me tell you, because when I was in California and I was a kid, I was mostly barefoot or in flip flops. Yes. <laughs> All the time, fuck shoes. <laughs> Run around the neighborhood, no shoes on, all fucking day, That's every fun. day. Man, going. I, I swear to God, I used to be a winter kid. I used to love sledding, snowball fights, you know, building snowmen, igloos. I grew up in the Midwest, you know, as a kid. You know, I spent my whole life in the Midwest. 
once I moved out to California and it went swimming on Christmas Day outside. Oh no, I can't. I came back. I came back to the Midwest. Shit, winter was ruined. <laughs> I swear to God, every Christmas I'm mad as hell. Looking it's outside, like it's all kinds of stuff. Three, three feet of fucking yeah, <laughs> three feet of snow outside. Like cold as hell. Like man, I'm just reminiscing back when I'm swimming outside. Yeah, that's the whole thing is that I'm the opposite. Because I grew up in California, so... So you might love winter, huh? And see, and, like, when I was a kid, I, you know, I can't remember because I was a toddler when they had first taken me up to the snow up in the Sierra Vista and all that. But then, like, I remember the first snow I ever experienced in my hometown, and I guess it, like, only snows every, like, 50 years. And... Type shit. Man, that was the best little inch and a half of snow that we ever got, and it was during Christmas time, too. So it was perfect. And I remember it was like it was yesterday because my cousins had um, picked me up and was driving back to their place because I was spending time with them on Christmas. And it was snowing on the way there. We were outside making tiny little snowmen and just playing <laughs> in the little inch of snow that we got. But man, the Midwest is killer for that snow. And I still love it. I still love it to this day, even though it fucking hurts my damn nerves. But I still love it. You know what? I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind snow. Like, don't get me wrong. I think it's that first snowfall is always beautiful. That's like my favorite part of winter. After that, it, it all goes to shit. <laughs> you know, clouds start coming through. It's all salty and dirty. And it got sand <laughs> in the mixture. You know, it's, you just be looking gross <laughs> as hell. You know, it's depressing as fuck. But that ver- that very first snowfall <laughs> when you go outside, especially at nighttime, and you can just see the it's sparkling in the sky and like the street lights yeah. and shit, and it just looks beautiful and it's peaceful and it, there's a, a sense of quiet and calmness that comes over during that very first snowfall. That's like nothing else, you know. That, and that's one thing I definitely appreciate. Oh, but yeah. I could really I could do without the cold. And I could handle the snow if it wasn't for the cold. I do not like being cold. <laughs> That's my only problem. I hate being cold. You know, <laughs> but um, I mean, you said that you were mainly in the Midwest, and then you went to California. So what happened after that? What where did your life lead to after you came back? Oh uh, well, we came back from California. I had bounced around a little bit. Probably, probably moved like twelve times, thirteen times in my Ooh. entire life. Most of that was before. Uh, we had moved out to California. We were out there for about a year. Uh, my parents had moved out there for a job. And this guy, he was kind of an asshole, and I never liked him. And I wish my mom would have believed me when I said it was a bad idea to follow him out there. Granted, the experience was like nothing else. But, you know, the job ended up falling through, and we ended up struggling to pay our rent. Like, you know it's expensive yeah, in California. Yeah, get that. Well, we pay here. What we pay here for a three, four bedroom house, you know, that's a two bedroom duplex Shit, out there. That. That's <laughs> half the fucking rent for a fucking bedroom apartment. Right, it was expensive. Depending on where we were at, we got we were kind of in the shitty, shittier neighborhood, so it was a little bit lower, but it was still high. You know, even, look, even now, cause I was just back there for a year, and like my mom, she got this basically like a shack of a fucking crib. You know what I mean? So. Like, I'm sitting up in this crib, and I'm like, you can hear everything. The walls are thin as fuck. There's no fucking drywall. It's literally just, like, a fucking board up as a wall. And you can hear everything from one end of the crib to the other. And she paid 
over eight hundred dollars for this place, but you can pay yeah. the same amount for a nice ass two bedroom apartment. Like I don't understand. Girl, I was I was just looking on Facebook. There was a, a house. It was like a three bedroom house for seven fifty oh, out yeah. here. I'm like, what? Oh, run that! <laughs> <laughs> Talk about if I had the money to move right this minute, I'd be on it. I'm saying right life is definitely hard so what'd you guys end up doing well we you know we it was funny we would go on craigslist and, you know for about a year we were out there went on craigslist and the first of every first of every month we have a huge ass yard sale in front of our house and i'm you know they would go pick up nice shit we got a free dressers pool tables ping pong tables like some shit that we you know we made some good money off yeah. that we ain't patient you know what i mean so you know that's how we we made our rent every you know first weekend of the, of the month when everybody's getting their checks and shit and motherfuckers ready spend some money like you know that's 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 how we survive but it got to be too stressful and too much you know too much work and too much running around and my parents kind of I mean, just decided, so I understand but, hey. if you're doing too much and getting too little. Exactly. So finally, you know, we sat down. It was Thanksgiving dinner. We had a, you know, it was me, my mom, my dad, my little brother, and one of my older brothers. We sat down. We had a conversation at Thanksgiving dinner. We all decided as a family, let's let's move back to the Midwest. <laughs> Here we go. We, we, you know, I think it was... Beginning of January, we moved back. It's 2007. Moved back. Me and my my brothers, we flew out from well, you know, LAX to O'Hare. A family member came and picked us up. My my parents, they drove with the two dogs and all our shit. So once they got here, you know, we started moving into our new house. Let me tell you, it was in the middle of a full blown fucking blizzard, like. We ended up getting like probably close to a foot of snow mm. that night. We're moving during the blizzard. So welcome back to the Midwest, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we ended up we ended up staying there. Probably I, I mean I lived there. I ended up living there for about twelve years. My mom had left. My parents got divorced. My mom had left. And uh before I finished high school, she moved to Illinois. So that's how she ended up here. Um, but I ended up staying there. It was a total of like 12, 13 years before I finally said my goodbyes for good. <laughs> um, Damn. But yeah, I, you know, I grew up in Madison, Wisconsin. That's, it's my, I consider that my hometown. I've never felt like anywhere else was home except when I was there what's, which is why what's that shit they call it mad town <laughs> mad town yeah <laughs> you know there's shot town and there's <laughs> no uh, it's, it's not even shot town mad town no, because when I was in California, they were like, where are you from? Oh, you from Chirac? I'm like, bro, just because I said I'm from Illinois does not mean I'm in Chicago. Like, yeah, right. I might talk right. like them and I might act like them sometimes, but I'm not from Chicago. I'm, I'm from, the from the city. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even from the birds. I'm from Cali, but I live there. You know. 
I always tell people I, I was born in Illinois because I was, you know. Yeah. And they'll ask me, oh, so you were born in Chicago? I'm like, nah, nah. <laughs> you ever heard of Barrington? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know Barrington, Illinois. <laughs> it's a very stuck-up, uppity city, you know. It's, it's upper class. And, you know, the people there, they tend to be a little bit more uppity uh, and stuck up and bougie. So, bougie that's the word I was thinking of <laughs> but, so, bougie I was thinking born there so it's like I don't I don't ever like telling people you know I, that that's where I was born that's not where I'm from though like yeah I was born there but I'm from Madison Wisconsin right. like that's where I grew up that's where my true personality who I am today okay, was okay you know all right miss madtown so on that (laughs) note we're gonna take a short break and when we come back we are gonna resume hey guys lucy fur here and didn't i tell you guys there was gonna be some updates (laughs) because there definitely are so i want you guys to also join me on twitter and instagram And these are my personal pages, so don't go crazy. My Twitter is at underscore Lucifer underscore. And that is L-U-C-Y-F-U-R-R. And for Instagram, it is Lucifer dot underscore. And that's once again, L-U-C-Y-F-U-R-R. See you then. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to Late Nights with Lucy, and we're back here with Miss Coco. What's up? Hey, <laughs> you shit still smoking this blunt? <laughs> no, damn, you ain't done yet. <laughs> no, it keeps going out of me because I keep talking. <laughs> you gotta hit it and then speak, and then hit it and then speak. <laughs> Oh, shit. It's okay. We have some coffee here and there. See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you gonna make me laugh too? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh shit. All right, Miss Madtown. Back to where we were. So, you were saying um, that you. <laughs> I was about to say I don't even remember. <laughs> No, you were saying, you know, your, your aunt, I guess. I, 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 um, you know what? Scratch that. Let me start this. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> hold on. Welcome back, you guys. This is Lucy Fur, and you're back here at Late Nights with Lucy. And we're back here with Miss Coco. What's up, Miss Coco? Shit, shit, still smoking. <laughs> hey, you gotta hit the blunt and then speak. Don't let that motherfucker go out. Man, it's gone out a couple times, so I guess I'm <laughs> fucking up. <laughs> it's all right, though. You know the rules. Puff, puff, pass. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so fast forward after you done grown up in Mad Town, what happened? Well, I guess this is the part where we're going to get into some uh, traumatizing shit. At least it was for me. (laughs) And look, 
you don't have to go too in depth you can say what you're comfortable with and you know you know i'm not gonna push no subjects nothing like that i got you it's it's shit that you know it needs to be talked about to be honest okay. I won't, you know i'm not gonna go too far into details and shit now I'll, I'll leave names out of this stuff like that but you know it's, it's, i went through a lot of shit you know it's a lot of shit people go through you know and it's not spoken about right understandable <clears throat> but um i guess you know shit was she was going good you know I, by this point i had i'm talking about like 2016 i've had my son now um at this point he's about i guess like eight months eight months okay. old um i finally moved into my own place you know she was going the way it needed to go you know you know my son was staying with my mom full-time because before I had got my my own apartment I was still living with my dad who um he was married and there was a total of six people six grown people mind you six grown people we're all over the age 18 all legal adults there's two dogs and a cat living in a two bed yeah and i'm talking about the nastiest cat deep cat okay i this cat oh oh i hated this cat if i could have you know left the door open and let her run out i would have but i'm not gonna do that that's heartless (laughs) Uh, and i would probably kill somebody if somebody did that to my animals (laughs) so you know i couldn't do that but no, it was a terrible cat. It was a terrible situation. So, you know, I didn't want my, my newborn, especially around that. So it took me some time to secure my own place. And I finally did it. <coughs> and I had, man, this apartment was the plug. Like, I'm talking about three-bedroom, two-full bathroom, washer and dryer, dishwasher in unit. Like, I had a loft above the living room. Like, I, it was a really really nice apartment and I got you. paying less than $600 a month for it so this was a plug oh, this was like a, a a chance in a lifetime type of situation you feel me like I couldn't have imagined getting a better first apartment a better deal on a first apartment you feel me oh yeah I was really happy I was she was going good you know until June of 2000. Well, I want to say it was more like April, May of 2017. I, I started messing with somebody and, um, you know, I, I really liked them. I cared about them genuinely. So, man, 2017 was that year, huh? Oh, man, <laughs> let me tell you. You and me both, man. Go ahead. But, um, yeah, he ended up moving there with me and it turns out that. <laughs> he was really just taking advantage, like full advantage of me. And, you know, I, at this point, I was dumb, naive. You know, I had my first apartment. I haven't really, I'm just starting to live. You feel me? Like, I'm yeah. still learning shit. I was 21 at this point, you know, still young. And so, yeah, he had, it, it got to the point where he was 
just using my car and he had people pretty much staying in my apartment you know people in and out at one at one point there was two girls I don't even think they were over the age 18 yet like oh my god they were in my house for two days straight okay (laughs) bro hey look here's what I'm saying though at least you were 21 when all this happened because when I started actually living my life and exploring new things I was already at the age of 25 well I was like 24 25 and it was 2017 I'm telling you I think before 2020 2017 was probably the worst year for me it was really bad you know it started early 2017 (laughs) so like yeah that was 2017 was definitely not not a good year but um yeah these I, I felt really bad for these girls though like it got to a point where they was in my house for two days straight and I don't even think this man made sure that they ate like I shit I got home from work one day they sitting on my couch I'm like have y'all eaten anything like yeah they they were like almost embarrassed to say no I was like I was like man I'm about to make this pizza y'all can have as much of it as you want I'm probably only gonna eat like one or two pieces and killed that pizza like I'm killed it they was probably starving yes I felt so fucking bad for them but like by this point in time I was being kicked out of my apartment because of this man like he he wasn't supposed to be there because he wasn't on the lease so it was part of me breaking my lease they got me kicked out but it was also there's other shit you know he was in and out of the house all day when I'm at work and in and out all night and it got to the point where they got him on camera with my car stealing a four thousand dollar set of rims from my my neighbors stealing from the neighbors the neighbors oh, yes in the garage shit like that yes. close to home that shit yes. is bogus as fuck yes. cause then you're bringing attention to your own crib like why yes. would you even do that yup and uh the car that he stole them from they were parked right next to mine it was in an underground parking garage with a camera <laughs> and <clears throat> they had you know the key fobs that tracked who was in and out of there and so they got my my garage opener opening the door several times a night and I got him on camera in my car uh going in and out with the the rims Um, just doing dumb shit yeah so I at this point I'm getting kicked out June 1st hits and this is the day that literally changed my life My dad was killed in a motorcycle accident. I'm so sorry to hear that. It's okay. I mean, it's not okay, but I've come to terms with the fact that everybody has their time. Definitely. Everybody does have their time and in a better place. He doesn't have to worry about being here. Exactly. So, you know, as much as it hurts me, I know the pain that he was in during that time I know he's not feeling it no more so that's kind of 
it's a blessing and a curse exactly and you know it's crazy because like the day he rode that motorcycle like that was literally his last ride and he was selling it to somebody the next day you know so it was like super super crazy timing it was you know you've seen yeah i mean that's that's kind of a it's, it's one of those things where it's kind of like a sign you know like yeah. he was he was meant to go with that bike right you know what i mean like you know it's crazy because i drive past where it happened all the time in madison it's like every time i drive past i, f- I feel his presence you know and it's like a, it's like a warm hug <laughs> um well that's good though that's but no good. yeah you've seen those the final destination movies Mm-hmm. You know, every time I, you know, whenever, whenever time, when any, sorry, <laughs> when any, it's every okay. time somebody asks me how he died, you know, I tell him it's, it's like a scene straight out of Final Destination. Like, it was a freak accident that, like, it probably couldn't happen twice in a lifetime. You feel me? Like, it's crazy shit. So it was just a really devastating experience because me and him were just starting to rebuild our relationship we were just starting to get back to that Mm -hmm. that good father-daughter relationship that we had growing up and it just it it fucked my life up I I had to be out of my apartment two weeks later two weeks later it was father's day so you just had a lot going on at one time um I ended up that weekend after he died you know I don't necessarily want to say that I was raped but I was definitely sexually taken advantage of I was I wasn't coping well obviously um I was drinking I was taking sleeping pills like multiple sleeping pills at a time um painkillers I mean I have smoked weed so I was smoking lots of fucking weed I was drinking all day every day all night um and I just remember kind of coming to and him like basically on top of me you know so there's a lot of shit that happened all in that time I mean, that but, really but look at who you are now though look at who you are now and, and you know you saying all this to me it you know I I can definitely relate aside from you know your your dad passing my dad hasn't passed yet but I recently found out this year that he has lung cancer and he he won't tell me what stage it is and he hasn't really spoken to me about it and so you know I'm I'm just just I I don't want to say I'm anticipating the day to come but I'm trying to ready myself for that day because I was daddy's little girl right yeah and like the way that I grew up my mom I always felt like she hated me and that she hated my dad and she hated me because of my dad and especially because of the fact that I'm his I'm a splitting image of him right. I look just like him I get you know my musical talents from him I'm a very open and like you know honest person because of him I'm very sociable because of him like I'm just like him but in other aspects I'm just like my mom too right. but she sees more of him in me than she sees herself so I can definitely you know especially with the things that happen to you I can definitely relate with that too and I'll I'll get into that when I do my own episode um and that'll be you know it'll be 
in the beginning with Lucifer, but I definitely know what you're talking about right now. And all I want to say is, you know, like all this shit that's happened to you, it's, it's made you into a really great person, though. That's the only reason why... I mean, I wouldn't say that's the only reason why, like, we get along, but, you know, usually traumatized people, when they have happy spirits, they end up becoming really good friends. And it actually, it, it happens really quickly, yes. too. Yeah. exactly. And we, like, clicked instantly, too. That's crazy. Instantly. Instantly. So, let's, let's move past this, yeah. and let's talk about how you became this bubbly girl, and oh. what's in store for you in the future. What are your dreams, ambitions, your goals, aspirations? Oh, right now, I got, you know, I have long-term goals, too. Mostly right now, it's all short-term dreams and goals that I'm trying to achieve. You know, I'm, I'm restarting my life because of, you know, abusive, one abusive relationship after the next, you know. Right. So I've, I've pretty much lost just about everything, and... Um, right now, I'm just trying to stay focused. I'm just trying to get back to the money and get my bank account situated again. And I'm trying to buy a new car and get a new place to live for me and my son. You know, I'm just trying to get back on my feet, get back to where I was beginning 2017, the end of 2016. Uh, you know? Let's not get back to where you were. <laughs> get where you you were. know, I'm just trying to... I, I'm that's what I'm saying like you know I'm just trying to get back you know I, I want to feel comfortable living you know I want to be somewhere I'm content again and happy and, you know that's where I was and that's you know I want to get back to that point but a new version you know what I mean like obviously I've learned a lot in the last three years like so much I've been through so much shit I've been like probably three abusive relationships since then you know and so I've definitely, I know how to do things differently this time. You know, this time around, it, it's not going to be that yes shit that was before. That's what that's what got me in trouble. You know, yeah. I fell for these. It was a hard lesson learned. Yes, I have. I have. You know, I fell for these guys, a couple of them that you know really ruined who I was before. Um, and obviously, after some self-love and some self-growth you know I've bettered myself from what I was before but it took a lot of a lot of hard lessons and a lot of traumatizing shit to get where I am today and you know I'm still not the best me and that's just where I'm trying to go I'm just trying to get to the best me you're gonna get there just keep working on it keep doing all this hard work that you're putting in trying to do everything that you need to do because what i'm looking at now is you're a fine young woman with a beautiful son you've got a great heart you've been a really supportive friend for the time that i've known you and you're definitely gonna get there you ain't got shit to worry about just as long as you keep your head straight and keep these motherfuckers up out of your face your pocket start your motherfucking life over the way you want to start it over because I definitely did that the way I wanted to and I'm so grateful for the life that I'm living now compared to how I was living last year when I was starving in and out of my own home I literally bought a home and then I was in and out of it because of the, the motherfucker that I was with 
that was in my pocket and in my ear and you know just had me fucked up mentally so if I can do it after all these years of all the shit that I've been through and you gotta think I'm 28 right (laughs) all these years here in in this town this town has done a lot of bad shit to me and I've been through a lot of bad shit because of a lot of bad people so if I can get through that shit and live the life that I'm living now and I'm not saying I got the most perfect life but right now this is what I want and that's where you're gonna get to as long as you just keep working at it and you keep making the right choices because I know you got an you know you got a good head on your shoulders and you definitely think shit through these days so I tried to because like we was talking about earlier I used to be a little bit hot-headed <laughs> yeah we've had that we've had that conversation you know I'm really yeah. I, I've definitely been working on that though you know really thinking before I act you know and I don't I'm not saying I'm you know perfect but you know I'm trying at least shit hey, it's, it's, sometimes it, it takes a little bit of time to get past that because when I tell you when I used to be a, a real bad hothead and put my yeah. hands on people I was a real bad hothead I didn't care who was around me I didn't care what they said I didn't care what I said I would just be just belligerent you know it's, and you know it's crazy, it's crazy. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. It, it's just crazy because oh, no, um, I wasn't like that before. I did not grow up. I like I did not grow up like that. I'm telling you, it was being in those toxic, abusive relationships where people started putting their hands on me first. You know, a lot of times it was self defense. You know, I hit you back. You hit me. I hit you back. Simple as that. You know, but, but after were, that, it's, it's but there, trauma. Yeah, but then there there were some times where got into some arguments with people and I got triggered and it was one of those I swung first things and that's I have a feeling like that's that has a lot to do with me having to use that self-defense you know what I'm talking about like it really it I mean you know it becomes one of those natural reactions after a while exactly and that's that's like you get so used to certain things like you know people with with anger issues nowadays like it's because they were put through something right and now it's a natural reaction for them to just instantly just go off on you instead of speaking to you first they go off on you and then later on i mean if they're this type of person they'll come and speak to you after but sometimes some people just go off on you and just move off you know what i mean they move around from that right yeah and i mean that's you know that's one of the things that i struggle with now is like when i get into that that level of anger where I just want to hit whoever I'm mad at like it could be anybody you know I really got to restrain myself and it's like I don't want to be that person I don't want to be someone who's always hitting people you know when I get mad and shit you know like I've I've been I've been hit on you know like I've had people punch me dead in my face like I was a grown kid like and they look at you like they didn't do nothing wrong that's the crazy part is they look at you like it was normal right but like then i then i'm the bad guy because you know they punched me in my face and i broke their phone and all kinds of extra shit like poured beer on them you know like it's all like (laughs) they get mad at me for that shit like i'm the bad guy it's like bro you just punched me in the face like i'm a oh a fucking man Right, like a rag doll. Half your size, and you just punched me like I was a full ass man, like dead in my face, because you fucked my car up. 
Like, I'm yelling at you because you fucked my car up and you punched me in the face. Like, what what kind of sense does that make? Like, it's not normal. It's not. Okay. And, you know, this this, this is definitely a, a message for people out there listening that, you know, that shit is not okay. It's not normal. Don't, don't normalize that shit. Don't. It's that not toxic okay. shit. It doesn't matter. Okay. Like, it... I mean, it does matter that you've been through shit, but it also matters that you think about what you're about to do because once you put your hands on somebody, that's it. There's no going back from that. There's no taking that back. You just did that. You made that choice. Whether it was out of anger or not, you still made that choice. Your mind thought about it and your physics acted. And it's just, it's crazy. Well, you know what, Miss Coco? Thank you so much for sharing your life story with me. Yeah. And I hope that we can, you know, do this again. And I definitely, definitely, definitely would love another chill session with you. And uh, I really hope everybody really does take something from this episode because this was really important. Yeah. Really, really important. Well, thank you. All right. Thank you for having so, me. <laughs> of course, of course. Thank you guys for listening. This is Late Night with Lucy. And this is Lucy Fur and Coco. And we're signing out. Talk to you later. Peace.